Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today I'm teaching about feet washing and anointing with oil. So the angle of teaching is to make sure that everyone sort of at least understand and have an idea with understanding, not just with knowledge, but with understanding the importance or the necessity of feet washing. Amen. And also being anointed with what? The holy anointing oil. Amen. It is very important that a Christian do get anointed with oil and also feet washing. Amen. It's very important. Amen. That every now and then you, you are anointed with the holy anointing what? Oil. The shepherd always had an oil that he rubs into the sheep to drive away flies. Yeah. 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 It's research. Biblical days. The shepherd, the only medicine he had was oil. Olive oil. And he rubs it into the floor of the sheep. It drives away the flies. You know, the tiny flies. Those are the demons. Yeah, it's time for the demons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you research. Yeah. (laughs) Amen. So they don't really have the staff and the rod. They have the oil. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. That's what they used to rub on their wounds. Wounds. Because the sheep do get wounds. Yeah. That's all they had. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So today the teaching has been designed to give us understanding. The reason why we need understanding is it is the demand you place on the anointing that determines the power that you receive that comes into your life. It's like here. Amen. You can choose to use battery or electricity. It's your demand that will bring the amount of power. But the power is already there. Please, you understand. Yeah. So, the uh, Bible says Jesus couldn't. Not like he wouldn't. He couldn't perform any mighty miracle because of the unbelief of the people. So, I've thought doubt in the face of what? Face before. So, you understand that there are levels and there are depth of unbelief or unbelief. So, sometimes you believe, but you are not sure. That yeah. is doubt. So, one of the things that help people to believe is when they understand the thing. Yeah. Then even as they are coming, you pray. You, you are making a demand. You are expecting. Then God will meet you through it. Amen. So that's why we are looking at this teaching. So this teaching is part of our preparation for 2023 because 2023, last day of the year, the first of December, we are going to have a feet washing and an anointing service. And is to prepare us into 2023. 
Amen. Is to give us an advantage over the world. Amen. And so this is part of the preparation to make you prepare. Because on that day, I don't think I will teach or I will have to teach. Or even if I should teach, I don't want to. I don't Because the teaching anointing is different. You see? So I don't hear yeah, there are types of anointing. So I don't want to be under pressure to be teaching. Sometimes it's very difficult to switch into another realm. Amen. Of anointing. Amen. So at least if I teach here, so even if the need arise for me to teach, I know you people have understanding. Amen. So that, yeah, you place a demand on it. You understand. When you are coming, you pray. You tell God what he should use this feet washing and anointing service to do for your life. Remember, it's about you to do in your life. You understand? For the people you bring, all those people. Amen. So feet washing. Feet. We'll start with feet washing. I pray we'll be able to look at the anointing too. Because next week's program is different. It's the last one we have. Amen. John 13, chapter 3, verse 5. So now let's look at feet washing. I pray that anything I speak forth here in the name of Jesus on the 31st, when your feet is washed and you are anointed with holy anointing, may it be so unto you. In the name of Jesus. May God carry it out. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. John chapter 13, verse 3 to 5. Mm-hmm. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Amen. To, to the five? Yeah, that was oh, five. Oh, yeah, yeah, you are done. Okay. Yeah. So this is talking about Jesus. So the Bible says Jesus what? Washed the washed the feet of what? His disciples. disciples. Amen. Amen. And also dry it with what? A towel. With what? Towel. Amen. So note, it wasn't the apostles alone. He washed their feet. He washed the feet of the disciples, the followers, the Christians. So Jesus took towel and washed their feet. Amen. Now let's read the 6 to 8. Amen. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. So the Bible says, so as he was washing the disciples their feet, when he got to Peter, Peter was like, no, Lord, you won't wash my feet. You are too higher. You are too great to wash my feet. And Jesus made two statements. The first one, he said, you don't understand what, what I'm, I'm doing, doing for you now. But later you understand. In other words, the importance, the wow. power, the rule of this feet washing, now you will not understand. But later you understand. In other words, the feet wash is going to do something for them. Then Jesus went on to make another striking statement. He said, if I don't wash your, your feet, you will have no part in me. That's, that's a very high level what, statement. He said, if I don't, you will have no what, part in me. Amen. I will explain this. Because he was like, unless I wash your feet, you have no what, part 
Amen. So washing the feet means he will have part in what him. Okay, continue to read it for us. Read Amen. the 9 to 11. Amen. Mm -hmm. John 13, verses 9 to 11. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus, yes, amen. To the 13, 11. Oh, sorry. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. So then Amen. the Bible said, then Peter said, oh, if that's the soul, then don't just wash mm. my feet. Wash my entire body. And Jesus said, no, no, this is not about bathing. It's not about bathing. It's not about cleaning you physically. Because those who have bath are clean. So in other words, the feet wash is not about bathing. It's not like about removing that physical death. It's, there's something much more deeper into it. Amen. Read again for us, amen, the 12 to 15. Mm -hmm. John 13, verse 12 to 15. Yes. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord, the teacher and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Amen. Amen. So then he went on to say that we are also to wash one another's feet. Wow. Amen. So it means that he's yeah. not the only one who is meant to do feet wow. washing. He, he is expecting us to do what? Feet washing. A lot of, or some theologians will say, or they do say, this is about serving one another. This is about humility. That's the surface of it. Because everything has dimension, mm. isn't it? Yeah. This room, when you watch here, is different. The shape. When you stand here and you watch here, the shape is different. Watching here, the shape is different. Watching here, the shape is different. You understand? Because the, the, and what they say, what they say, they are as, assuming it into it. Because the scripture never said, Jesus never said, is to teach you humility or so that you serve one another. So they are inferring. It's based on custom and things. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's up to you. Know, but what Christ said by this scripture is the most important. Thing. Amen. So Jesus said to them, say, unless, unless, unless I wash your feet, you have no part in me. And he said, you do not know what I'm doing to you now. You don't know. But later, you know, meaning what he's doing is not like an obvious thing, but with significant impact. And that statement, unless I wash your feet, you have no part in me, is a great statement. In other words, Jesus was saying that by the feet washing, they will have part in him. And to have part in him is what the Bible is called partakers of Christ. You understand? Yeah, to partake. So meaning, through feet washing, we are able to partake of whatever Christ is, whatever Christ has, whatever the kingdom hold, including the healing, including the deliverance, including the victory, including the joy, including washing away the shame, the regret, the failure. 
because everything people don't realize it is connected to you being in christ everything is connected to not knowing christ not knowing christ but being in christ oh yes you can know christ but you will not be in Christ. Satan know Christ. The demons know Christ. Many worldly people know of Christ, but they are not in Christ. You see, and Christ put it like, he said, he said, if I abide in you, and you abide in me, then you will be fruitful. So, knowing Christ will make you fruitful. Many Christians know Christ. But they are not in Christ. That's why many Christian life doesn't show anything Christ-like. That's why when the world watch them, like no risk, no advantage in terms of character. Because knowing him doesn't mean anything. It's just the status. But if you abide in him and he abides in you, then you'll be fruitful. And you do that by being a partaker of Christ. And you cannot be a partaker of Christ without partaking, the Bible says, his suffering, his activities, obedience, all the things the Bible says. Because I can use my mouth to say, I know this person, I know this company, but it doesn't mean I am part of the company. To be part of the company, I must be playing substantial role defined by the company. That makes me a partaker of the company. That's when, when they are giving their wherever they will give me some you understand so he said unless i do this you have no part in me you see so it is when you are in christ and christ is in you that is when by his stripes you are healed if you are outside of him how do you get healed by his stripe do we get it the bible says christ became poor that through through his poverty we will be what rich so for you to be rich through Christ, you have to be. It, it is true in him. Please, do we, do we get it? So one of the things feet washing, that's why. Because God always introduced it, is to help us by it to be partaker of Christ. So that at least by that moment, you can wash away the shame, the disgrace, the failure. You can receive the healing. You can receive the health. Because, you see, in the realms of the spirit, your feet stand for everything. Your feet stand for your life. Your life. Yeah. The foot stand for the life. Remember, the spiritual realm manifests in the physical. It's the same in the physical. Without your feet, you are handicapped. Despite all the technology, you are limited. A lot of jobs cannot employ you. You can't run. You can't stand. Yeah. A lot of homes you can't live in. Because you need special ramp. So everything spiritual true is also fiscally true. So your feet represent you. Represent your now, your future, your everything. Yes. That's why even he had to be nailed on the feet. Nailed, Christ had to be nailed on his feet. Amen. So your feet represent everything. So when you study the Bible, when you, when you study the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, when you study the Bible, the Bible makes a lot of reference to the feet. A lot of what? Reference to what? To the feet. Because it represents 
your life. For example, one popular scripture. Let's read some scriptures uh, about that. Amen. Mm. Mm. For example, for example, one popular scripture, Matthew 22, verse 44. Note, he was talking about giving you victory over your enemies. He was talking about making you greater. But look how he put it. He said, Amen. I will put hmm. your enemies. Ronaldo will now be displaying on the screen. Just watch the screen from now, not your Bible. He said, I will put your enemies under your feet. Hmm. Amen. Amen. So, in terms of saying that he will give you victory, be displaying it from now. Might you please? Amen. Mm -hmm. Mighty um, chapter 22, verse 44. Because I want you people to pay attention, 22. rather. Amen. 24. So he was talking about giving you victory, like you having dominion, your enemies not succeeding. Mm. It's all that thing is just achieved when he put them under your feet. Because whatever is in your feet, you have the right to crush it, to deal with it anyhow. You see, so look Amen. at it. You see, your enemies beneath your feet. What version Amen. is this? Switch to NIV for me. Amen. He said, I'll put your enemy under, don't use NLT, under your feet. Amen. Under your feet. Amen. So as we have this feet washing, through it, may God put your enemies under your feet. Amen. May he put your enemies under your feet. Amen. May he put the enemies Amen. of your children under your feet. Amen. You see, when you read a popular scripture, like, um, okay, let me, like, look at, First Samuel chapter 2 verse 9. In First Samuel chapter 2 verse 9, he was talking about the goodness and the things he would do for them. And he said, I will guide your feet. Hmm. To guide your feet means he's protecting you. He's choosing where you go, your decision, everything. Amen. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah. You, you understand? So look at it. He said, I will... First Samuel chapter 2 verse 9. He will guard the feet of his... Um, no, you don't need to read it. I said, don't read it. I'll tell you, if you are going to read it, you must read it from here. I want you. So he said, he will guide your feet, the feet of his saints. Amen. 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 So when God is with you, he guides your feet. Because your feet stand for your life, everything. So by this feet washing, 2023, may your feet be guided by God. May he guide your feet. As your feet are washed, whatever from the day you were born up to now that has transpired why god is not able to guide you to your promised land to glory to success may it be washed off and from now from 2023 from that time may he guide your feet may he guide the feet of your children in the name of jesus in the name of jesus when, when joseph was caught the bible said they put shackles on his feet why would they put shackles on his feet? He's restricted. It's an assurance you can't run. That even if you run, you, you, you are so slow, you'll be caught. Even if they give you 24 hours. Yes. When you read First Samuel, amen. Or Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 24. It says, I will bath your feet in oil. Amen. So he was talking about... He was talking about anointing. He was talking about riches. But look how has riches got to do. Deuteronomy, please. 33 verse 24. He said he will bath it with what? Oil. Quickly, quickly. Deuteronomy 33 verse 24. Amen. He said, let him bath his feet in what? Oil. Imagine you are bathing your fish in oil. It means luxury. 
It means abundance. Because oil in the Bible stands for luxury. It stands for abundance. And you are bathing your feet whilst people are using water. You in oil. So through this feet wash, may your feet be bathed with oil. May it be bathed. This was when Jacob was blessing his children, was prophesying about their future. And when he got to, uh, uh, as she said, most blessed of sons is Ash, meaning he is very blessed. Let him be favored by his brothers and let him bath his feet in oil. It will happen. It will happen. Amen. So, so this feet washing is important. As we read, everything is in Christ. When you read the Bible, the Bible says Christ is the word and said there's nothing that exists that does not come from the word and God does everything by the word. You understand? So he said, we should do it to one another. So as we are doing it, we are doing it in the name of Jesus to prepare you for 2023. To give you the advantage for 2023. Look at 2 Samuel chapter 22 verse 34. Amen. It says, you make my feet like the feet of a deer. Amen. A deer. He was talking about how the blessings of God. He said, God has made his feet as a feet of a deer. I'm sure you are going about it the wrong way because it shouldn't be long. Amen. His feet like a feet of the deer. Amen. Look at it. My feet like the feet of what? He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on the heights. High place. Without the feet of a deer, you can't stand on high places. The deer feet is strong, faster. The f- the f- how far you can go and how fast you can go is dependent on your feet. Oh, wow. Have you not seen if you don't run, if you've not been running, and you try to run? As you are running, you see that you are going. Um, you are going. You, the more you try to stop, the more you go, you see, bam. Because your feet is not used to running. Yeah. Who have experienced that? Now I score, I'm sleeping, I'm falling, I can't get up. You see yourself going, the more you try, the more it becomes heavy. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. <laughs> so, 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 you see, by this feet washing, may your feet be made like the feet of a deer. A solid one. The lion is not a match for the deer when he's chasing him Yeah. The only way the lion must have the deer is he must be able to get closer to the bear and crouch him a few sprints. And the deer, and the deer starts slow. As the more he's running, the faster he becomes. That's the feet of the deer. Yeah. That's the feet of the deer. Through this feet washing, may your feet be like the feet of the deer. As we wash your feet, Anything that has been stopping, making progress slow, making it impossible, may it cease. And may you be given the feet of a deer. May you be given the feet of the deer. On that first, may God bring feet of deer. Change our feet and give us the feet of deer in the name of Jesus. The same second Samuel chapter 22 verse 37. He went on to say, I'll provide a broad path for your feet. A broad path for your feet. A broad path for your feet. Amen. A broad, it stands for safety, security, stability. Yeah, it does what it stands. Have you realized like you are walking now, like you are crossing a bridge 
maybe the bridge, this size of bridge. You don't really worry, you walk. But if you are walking on this size of a bridge, you begin to fear. Because any slighting, you will go. But if it is broad, it is broad. My path is from here to here. Oh, ah. Even if you are walking in the bush, and you know sometimes it has a natural path. Sometimes you are afraid because you don't know what animal could come. But if it is broad, you are not afraid because if anything, you know you will see it. Yes. So it stands for safety, security, peace. Yeah. We are reading all these things to show you that the feet stand for something more than. That's why when Peter said, wash my whole body, say, hey, oh boy, it's not about keeping you clean. This is specific thing. That's why I said. You, that's why he said you do not know what I do for you now, but later you will know. Yes, later you will know. Father, as I wash their feet at first, as they wash their feet, do unto them. Later, let them know. May sickness be washed away. May shame be washed away. May disappointed be washed away. May failures be washed away. And batter their feet with oil, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Look at another scripture. We still have time. Called 11.30, then I'll switch to the anointing with oil. So let me show you more. Amen. See, Psalm 25, verse 15. Psalm 25, verse 15. It says, I release your feet from the snare. So snare stands for traps. So he was talking about traps that they've set you. If he's delivering you from the traps, he deliver your feet from it. To deliver your feet from the traps means he has saved you from traps. Look, look at it. He said, He will release my feet from the snare. Because people set trap for people. You have no idea. Both spiritually and physically. Yeah. Any ambush, as we wash your feet, may your feet be set free from all snare now and in 2023. For your children, may it be washed away. May your feet be set free from snare. Amen. The, the feet is everything. Wow. The feet is everything. I don't know how true it is. But I don't know how true it is because I didn't see it. But the man who told me is a credible man. And I don't know why he should lie to me. Because he has no reason. So he was telling me some time ago a tsunami happened one of the tsunami that destroyed so he was telling me that god showed him in the realms of the spirit how the tsunami took place even though we we just saw it come we saw the the god they say the the ocean bed was cracked and but i said god opens eyes and he saw an angel coming from heaven and when the angel came from heaven he just stamped on the ocean with his two feet bam and the crack and the tsunami happened and that's how the tsunami came. That's what he said to me. That's why I say, I don't know. But it's too credible for me to think maybe what? He's lying. But angels do that anyway. Yeah, they do that anyway. We have destroying angels. Amen. They do that anyway. But all I'm trying to say, just a feat of the angel brought about this tsunami. Amen. May the Lord deliver you from all sinners through this feet washing. Amen. When you read Psalm 37, verse 31, it says, May your feet not slip, or your feet will not slip. Slip. 
Yes, sleep means falling down. Falling means from falling down from better. Because you cannot fall to good. You only fall to worse. Yes, because when you sleep, you will fall down painfully. Yes, yesterday I almost slept. <laughs> I went like this and thank God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank God. Read, look at it. Amen. Amen. He say, the law of his God is in his heart. His feet do not slip. You do not slip. If you don't sleep, you won't backslide. If you don't sleep, you will not fall in any shape or form. Any shape or form. Amen. So through this feet wash, you will not sleep again. You will not, you see, going backward is sleeping. You will not sleep again because God will give you the feet of a deer. God will put you in Christ. And Christ, who is almighty, will receive you. Romans 10 verse 15. It says, Romans 10 verse 15. It says, how beautiful are the feet of they that bring good news. Through this feet, feet wash, may your feet be beautiful. In 2023, anyone that will come to this feet washing, may his feet bring good news. Wherever he goes, wherever she goes, may good news, good news, good news. Any anti-good news spirit, any anti-good news occurrence, through the feet wash, may it be washed away. May it be washed away. And may you be a source of good news. Good news. Good news. When someone is talking to you, literally without the, 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 our technology, he, he comes to you. Just that these days we use phone and give you the bad news or the good news. Please, you understand. So the feet is what? Everything. Luke 1 79. Luke chapter 1 verse 79. Luke 1 chapter Luke chapter 1 verse 79. In Luke chapter 1 verse 79, he say, God the feet. He said, guide your feet into the path of peace. Of peace. There is a path of peace. And if there is a path of peace, there's a path of trouble. Oh yes. Yes. You see, but he said, God to guide what? your feet into the path of feet so by this feet washing may your feet be guided into the path of peace in 2023 and beyond may your feet be guided these are some of the reasons for our feet washing and as we have this feet washing may anything that doesn't give you peace be washed away be washed away anything anyone listen Listen, I know this scripture a long time ago, but I was shocked, I was shocked when I found out that your whole body, everything in your body is under your feet. That every organ, every organ, every part of your body, every nerve of you can be touched from under your feet. When I found out, he blew me away. Then understood why just feet washing means everything. Because your eyes, your body, your spirit, your soul, your heart, everything is under. In fact, um, 
four weeks ago, a lady called me. She couldn't walk. She couldn't walk, and she's been. And she said, at her own workplace, one lady told her that it's because your I've forgotten the word she said. It's because your something, your veins is blocked, and there's poor circulation. That is why. Bring your feet and let me read. And say the person must not some part of her feet. And the person said the pressure has been released. And since then, she can walk freely. Yes. In fact, another lady in this church, you know, Auntie Mamley, um, you know, do you know her job? Her job is called reflexology. Whatever problem you are, he can deal with you by touching your feet. Oh, yes. In front of me, a lady had pains here. It's not artery. That one cannot be repaired. There's no medicine. Sorry? Nerves. When your nerves is bruised, no medicine can heal. It has to be. Yeah. And it stiffens up. In front of me, she touched in and it was loosed. All under the feet. By the feet, she was touching a nerve here. She was touching a nerve here. By the feet. By the feet. And she said, she said to, I was there. She said to the lady, say, I can put you to bed right now. And she began touching another place. And the lady was, say, yeah, under the feet. Science. So in the spirit is more. If physically, put the, put the feet under. You can check it. So that should tell you that as your feet is being, just like as your feet is being touched, your heart, your liver, your kidney, your appendix, all is being touched. As I wash your feet, as you engage in feet wash, a lot of things being touched in your life. The master that day will touch a lot of things in your life. The master will touch all aspects of your life. All aspects of your life, both spiritually and physically. He will wash the unclean things. He will touch it. As my hand touches it, it will be Jesus. As I wash it, it will be Jesus. As I wipe it clean, it will be Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And it, because it's not my words, he said it. He said, if I don't do this, you have no part in me. Meaning, as he's, you are doing it, you have part in him. Yeah. Yeah. So when you are coming, pray to him. The Lord as they wash my feet through this feet washing do this wash him away put me on the path of glory put me on the path of this pray for your children pray as i wash your feet may your mind be washed may your conscience be washed may your heart be washed both spiritually and physically may your fears be washed away yes as I wash your feet, as my hand touches your feet, may whichever aspect of your knife that needed to be touched by God be touched. May it be touched. May it be touched. May it be touched. May devils be washed away. May works of devils be washed away. May healing enter you. May ill health be washed away. In the name of Jesus, may you be in Christ and may Christ be in you. May you have part in Christ. And may Christ have part in you. So we are going to do that. Yeah. Many times I'll pray for people and God will lead me to touch their feet or anoint their feet. And things happen. Because it's connected to their life. Different areas of their life. Different areas of their life. Yeah. She told me. And I saw Aunt Mamley done this. Right in front of my eyes. 
Amen. One day I told her, in fact, I have to call her. If she's listening to me too, she has to call me. Because I told her I want to organize a special seminar for the church that she would teach us how to naturally, naturally remain young. Keep yourself neat. Do you know she's 78 or 70 something plus? She looks like 50, 60. Yeah. And uh, she hasn't replied me. I've said it three times. I'm going to say it for the fourth time. Yeah. He would teach, yeah. Natural things. Natural. Naturally. Naturally. That's her work. She did it till she went to pension. And she has to pass on that knowledge. Because the knowledge can be twisted. So sometimes the knowledge is there, but you want it from a clean and a clear source at the purest. You see, that's why we need it from here. Because internet is dangerous. So check, these are some of the reasons why we'll be having what? Feet washing. So start praying for God. Through feet washing, God can touch every aspect of your life. Being it physically, spiritually, or emotionally. He can touch every organ, every part of your body. And your spirit and your soul. Yeah, believe it. Believe it. I used to have um, a woman in the, in the church, uh, her sister. Uh, she doesn't wear slippers or shoes when she's in the house. She's health-bound in a certain sense. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. To the extent I remember one time she told me, if she's not well, if she feels sick, do you know what she does? She goes jogging. Then she becomes better. <laughs> You understand? And at the house, she believed, she knew all this, she believed that the feet must be massaged. In fact, some time ago, I was watching, so cold time, she's walking barefooted. <laughs> you understand? One time I was watching a documentary, and they were talking about sicknesses. And they, one of the cause, I've forgotten the, one of the cause of sicknesses they were saying was that most people don't walk barefoot. Yeah, because you see, you are full, you, you get charged up with electrical charges. And how God did it, when you, the ground is zero. When you walk on barefoot on the ground, you discharge. That one is true, that one I know. You discharge. But many a times, with um, the, the shoes or the slippers we wear has insulated our feet, so we don't get discharged. In fact, every building, you see that there's one, the highest point is all, every meter is connected to the ground. So that when electric shock or something, yeah. when you go to the ground, neutralize because it's zero. Yeah. And God knows it. The feet. So you'll be blessed. Amen. Amen. So this is why we have feet washing. We've had it before, but it's been a while. So thank God. And this feet washing too is prophetic. I will explain why I'm saying it's prophetic later. Now, yes, it's, when I say it's prophetic, it means that there are three ways of doing things as a church. So one is like, one is like, you must know that it's a good thing, you must do it. You do it, it works. One, two is like, God will tell you to do it. When God tells you to do it, you must do it. And the other one is, you'll be led to do it. But when you are leading to do it, you see that it is coinciding with 
a lot of things. Then you realize that if you don't do it, you must miss the whole thing. That's what we say is prophetic, meaning spiritually ordained. You understand? And led and put into place. That one, you, as you are doing, you will see that, wow, the timing is right. The timing is right. It's like it's working for good. Yeah. Amen. Now, the anointing oil. As I said, this is to at least give you understanding so that you can place faith on it. Do we need to anoint with holy anointing oil? Yes. Do we have holy anointing oil? Yes, we do. We, we do. Exodus chapter 40, verse 15. Amen. This one, what we are reading now is for us to understand we are to anoint with oil. With oil, yeah. Exodus chapter 40, verse 15. Now we can read it, please. 40, verse 15. Yeah. Verse 15. Hmm. Exodus chapter 4. So, take first. Amen. I know you can, but for a Christian, take first is very important. It's yes. your transition. If yes. you want to go anywhere after the service, you can go. Yeah. Don't trade it for anything. No. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Exodus chapter 40, verse 15. Mm -hmm. Anoint them just as you anointed their father so they may serve me as priests. Their anointing will be to a priesthood that will continue throughout their generations. Amen. So God wants anointing pastors. And note what he said. He was telling Moses to anoint them as they, he has what? Anointed their father, what? Aaron. Amen. The only reason why we read this is to show you that from right from the moment of Israel, they began Hallelujah. to anoint with oil. Yes. In fact, right from Genesis, Jacob anointed with oil several times. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, look at Mark chapter 6, verse 17. It was talking about the disciples, Jesus saying, look at what they did. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 6, verse 13. Amen. Mark mm -hmm. chapter we are reading all these scriptures to see, are we meant, or is it biblical to anoint with oil? Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mark chapter 6, verse 13. Mm -hmm. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. So this is Amen. when Jesus sent the disciples. What did they do? They anointed many with what? Oil. Oil. Yes. Amen. Amen. Okay, now look at Psalm 23, verse 5. Amen. Psalm 23, verse 5. David was talking about God. You know, Psalm mm. 23, we pray it all Amen. the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Psalm 23, verse 5. Mm -hmm. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. So he, David was saying that God anoints his head with what? Oil. He was aware. So when you read Psalm 89, verse 20, you see that God also said, I have found David my servant. And with my holy mm -hmm. oil have I anointed him. Amen. So God was specific that he anointed his servant David with what? The oil. holy anointing oil. Amen. Amen. Please read Psalm it for us. Psalm 89 verse 20. I have found David my servant. With my sacred oil I have anointed him. Amen. With my sacred what? Oil, oil have I, I what? Anointed, anointed him. what? Him. him. Where did he find this sacred? What is this sacred anointing oil? First Samuel chapter 16, verse 1. We will find out. Give me oil. Amen. 
First Samuel chapter 16, verse 1. So remember, God said he has found David and he's anointed David is what? His sacred oil. Other versions say holy oil. Amen. And David, it says, God anointed his head with oil. Other verse, we didn't even read it. He said, he anointed my head with fresh oil. Because David was anointed three times Amen. with oil. Yes. That's why the other one too, he said, he anointed my head with what? Fresh oil. So what kind of oil? It's not this one. What kind of oil did God, the, what is the sacred anointing oil? I want us to see it. Because only someone is the one who anointed David, isn't yes, it? Yes, amen. Mm -hmm. First Samuel chapter 16, this verse 1. This is not one. this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, please read it. Mm. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. Amen. So Hallelujah. Note, God wanted to anoint David Hallelujah. and he said to Samuel, yes. fill your horn with what? Oil. So it's just oil. You fill the horn and say, go and anoint David as king for me. Yes. And he went to anoint David and David became king. In fact, the Bible said the moment he anointed David, the Holy Spirit moved from Saul onto David. But what I want wow. to tell you that the holy mm. anointing oil was just an oil like this. Note, fill your horn with oil. So it's an oil like this. When we buy the oil, it's an ordinary oil. But when we play, pray on it, it is turned from olive oil into what? The holy anointing oil. God releases power into it. And when you study the anointing oil, today we are not studying the anointing you will see that in Exodus, God described the things that goes into the anointing oil. Yeah, he describes it. And each one has its role. Each one has its purpose. Each one has what it does. Amen. Praise the Lord. You people look like, okay, let's read it there. <laughs> so Exodus chapter 30, 22 to 25. Yeah, 20 to 20. 20, Exodus chapter 30, 22 to 25 or down. Amen. Amen. Now is all we need is oil. But in Exodus, God paint the picture to show us that once the oil become holy anointing oil, Hallelujah. it's no more ordinary. Oil. Yes. Which is true. I've Amen. seen it several times. So you can buy the oil, but it's just oil. Yeah. It is the prayer. It is what God released into it. Hallelujah. That become anointing what? Oil. Amen. Amen. Please read it for us. Exodus chapter 30, verse 22 to 25. Mm -hmm. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take the following fine spices, 500 shekels, shekels of liquid myrrh, half as much as that is 250 shekels of fragrant cinnamon, 250 shekels of fragrant calamus, 500 shekels of cassia, all according to the sanctuary shekel, and a hin of olive oil. Make these into a sacred anointing oil, a fragrant blend, the work of a perfumer. It will be the sacred anointing oil. Amen. Amen. So Hallelujah. you see, God gave us, Amen. showed us, Moses one, he asked him to make it, and he's showing him the things that go into and the measure that make it a sacred, holy anointing oil. Please, you understand it. Okay, when you read um, the 31 to 33, or 33, just 33 or 31, he told us that it shouldn't be made by anyone again. Amen. But the point I'm trying to make that by that God made us realize that the oil 
it's not ordinary. No. And so when someone on, because read it, find a place that I told Moses Amen. not to, no yes. one should do it again. Meaning he has painted the picture we are not supposed yes. to do the same. But he's teaching us that when we take the oil like this, if the oil is the anointing oil, it has things in it. Amen. You will see it like this. But sometimes as it's being poured on you, as the same oil as I'm pouring you, mm. maybe your own is fire. Mm. Maybe your own, as I'm pouring fire, maybe your own is new garments. Yes. Maybe your own is healing. Amen. Yes. Maybe your own is authority or anointing, impartation, different thing. Maybe your own is certification mm. plus inflow of the Spirit. Amen. Wow. One day we'll study the anointing. You see that each of these herbs or whatever, spices mean something. The man, did you see the man, the frankincense there? Is there a coincidence that when Jesus died, it was the same man uh, and frankincense that they gave him? Yeah. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. The Messiah, they gave him three things. I should tell those three things are something. Amen. <laughs> three things. Amen. Gold, gold. And what? And frankincense. I should tell that gold. Man, frankincense is on the same level as gold. Amen. Amen. So I'm trying, the only reason why we read that is to prompt you that so the holy anointing oil or the oil is a holy anointing oil. Mm. It's the oil we use here is no more ordinary. Yes. Because the moment we pray on it, it is transformed from the natural state into the supernatural state. Praise the Lord Jesus. Okay, quickly. Uh, we've read, we've seen clearly that we are to anoint, isn't it? We are to anoint clearly. Amen. Okay. So, the main thing, the main reason, or when we anoint, we does a lot of things. But one of the main reasons, or one of the main things that happen is, when we anoint you, whenever we anoint you, the Holy Spirit come upon you. You see? There are many ways that the Holy Spirit come upon one. But one of the ways is when we anoint you with the holy anointing oil. Amen. Then the Holy Spirit come upon you. You can have the Holy Spirit around you, but will never come upon you. You can have the Holy Spirit in you, but will never come upon you. Based because of the things you have to do for him to come upon you. Or the need for him to come upon him. You see, but God in his mercy, one of the ways he has designed that the spirit can come on one is as we anoint one with the holy anointing oil. Now, when the Holy Spirit come upon you, sky is the limit. When he come upon you, he comes upon you, meaning his power come upon you. And when his power come upon you, it always serves a purpose in your life for you. Being healing, being deliverance, being empowerment, being strength, being it favor, being it um, courage or skill, impartation. Typical example is Samson. He was always ordinary. Whenever he became the Samson, you know, the Bible clearly says the Spirit came upon him. You see? So let's read some scriptures to show you that anointing with oil brings the Holy Spirit on one. You see, so in 31st, this 31st, among other things God will do, when I anoint you with the holy anointing oil, 
may the Holy Spirit come upon you. Holy Spirit, come upon them mightily for whatever purpose, for whatever work. Come upon them. Descend on them. Because when he come upon you, sky is the limit. He come upon you for different reasons. That which you know, that which you do not know, that which you will even, and that which you ask him for. Amen. So let's read that. First Samuel chapter 10 verse 1. You read the 1, then you read the 6, please. Mm. Amen. Mm. First Samuel chapter 10 verse 1. Mm-hmm. And then 6. Then Samuel took a flask of olive oil and poured it on Saul's head and kissed him, saying, Has not the Lord anointed you ruler over his inheritance? Amen. Mm-hmm. 1 Samuel chapter mm-hmm. 10, verse 6. The mm-hmm. Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be changed into a different person. Amen. Amen. So note, he Amen. poured the oil Hallelujah. on him, the olive oil on Saul. Saul was ordinary. He was looking for his sheep. And as he poured it, he began to prophesy to Saul. And Bible said, then wow. the Holy Spirit came what? Powerful wow. upon him. Yes. Guess what? It is God who led Saul. To Samuel, and it is God who told Samuel that I'm bringing someone that you anoint him king. Think of it. Why didn't God anoint Samuel himself? Uh, saw himself yeah. that he has to bring him to someone for someone yeah. to take oil to pour on him. It makes a difference. So, Bible says from there, the Holy Spirit came on what so powerful, and the thing he became what a different man. I didn't say that was it. All that happened was the coming of the Holy Spirit upon him to become a different person. But the Holy Spirit came upon him when the oil was poured on him, when the Holy anointed oil. So the Bible says he became a different man. May it be so with you. Father 31st or first, when anoint them with your holy anointing, Holy Spirit come on them. May your spirit come on them. And may they be transformed. May they become different people. A better day. Better day. In 2023, by the anointing, may you become a different person. A different person for good. A better version of yours. A pure version of yours. A good version of yours. Your original version of yours. A different one. Amen. David own is the most beautiful to me. Why am I saying that? Because God went to Samuel again. Samuel was a prophet. He was a priest. And he said, go and anoint David as a king for me. And Samuel said, God, you think I'm a small boy. If I go and anoint David as a king, Saul will hear it. And Saul will kill me. He was right. Because even when the priest gave David the knife, he killed all of them. Then God said, yeah, you are right. You are very smart. You've got the key. Okay, okay. What you do is, don't say you are coming to anoint David. Say, say, you are come to offer sacrifice unto me. Then invite David's family. And when they come, anoint David as king. The point I'm trying to make it, if it's not important, look at the risk involved, the danger involved. But yes, too, man has to go and anoint man for the Holy Spirit to come upon him. So despite all the risks they discussed and they made the plan, you have to. You have to. And the Bible says the moment 
David was anointed as king. Note, Saul was king. The Bible says the Holy Spirit moved from David and uh, from Saul and came upon David from that day on. Read it. First Samuel, please. Chapter 16, verse 13 to 14. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 13 to 14. First Samuel chapter 16. Verse 13 to 14. Mm -hmm. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of all his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. Now the Spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. Amen. Amen. Note, note they were from that day on. Meaning, before the anointing of oil, the Spirit of God didn't come upon David. But the moment he was anointed with oil, from that day on, the Spirit of God began to come yes. powerful mm. on him. That is why he was able to kill Goliath. Not because he was skillful, because the Spirit of the Lord was upon him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Didn't you hear what Goliath talked? He said, he said, train army. It's professional. And say, not even an army, and not even a man, a child, a youth. Since when did they use stones to kill? Giants, but yeah. it's because of the anointing, the it was the power of God. Amen. Because when the power of God is behind a a, 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 a stone, it's powerful than a bomb. Yes. Amen. But no, what brought the uh, Holy Spirit upon him from that day on? The oil. From the anointing, from that yes. day on. And guess what? Because he was anointed as king, the spirit left. So. And came on the one that has been anointed. And David knew it. You see, David was anointed three times. This was before his brethren. Later, he was also anointed as king of Judah with oil. Then later, after years again, he was anointed as king of Israel. Yeah, that's why he said, he anointed my head with fresh oil. So anointing your head with oil, it does not necessarily need to be one of when you feel need, me as a pastor, I anoint my head often. I believe this morning I've even anointed my hair. If you look here, if I haven't brushed my hair after that, you will see the line. Do you see the line? Eh? You see the line? Yeah. You see the line? Yeah? I anoint my head often. Fresh oil, fresh oil. Fresh oil. Because you see, the anointing, the Bible says, breaks the yoke. Now, now put it on the screen for me. They don't sleep, so when they come to church, then they are all over. Amen. Put it on the screen for me now, please. Amen. Now, I'll show you some of the things the anointing does. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. So now it says, yeah, you see that it says the anointing breaks the yoke. And whenever it talks about the anointing, it's talking about the Holy Spirit coming upon you. That's the anointing. Amen. And one of the way he comes upon you when we anoint you with what? Oil. See, he said, another version, I want the version that said the anointing breaks their yokes. Amen. The anointing breaks their yokes. Amen. I think NIV. Do, you, do we have NIV? Uh, King James. Sorry, King James. King James. You know, we have to get a, a, a better one. But that you have to be paying every man for that, which I don't think is a good way to say. And he said, um, where is it? Dora, quickly, where is it? Uh, okay, say, and his yoke will break from what? His neck, because of the anointing. 
because of the anointing. Other verses said, by the anointing, the yoke shall be what? Broken. So the anointing, when you anoint with oil, it breaks what? The yoke from your head. Psalm 45 verse 7 tells us that the anointing promote us. We are promoted because of the anointing. You are promoted in life, yes, in spirit, yes, because of the anointing, in health, your body, your marriage, because life is full of promotion, because of the anointing, amen. He said, the love of God, blah, 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 God has anointed you, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than anyone else, and say, your love, you you love what is right and hate what is wrong. Uh, not, N, not, N, not NLT. Eh? Don't use NLT. Because NLT has been, the translation is, is for children because it's in very basic English for understanding. So it loses the depth. Amen. Amen. Yeah, this is good. So he said, therefore, your God has set you above your companions. By what? The anointing above your companions me promotion by the anointing by the anointing by the anointing that's why our head needs to be anointed with oil that's why we do have anointing service but thank god this year is going to be two so as anoint your head with oil by the anointing may god set you above your companion may god set you above your competitors in marriage you see, because sometimes the man has more than three choices he has to make. And all is good. In fact, whoever he will choose is just, we will use the word lack. Even application. Sometimes there are five people, they are all good. One, whatever they choose by law. But if that thing should happen, that scenario should happen. By the anointing, as anointing, may God set you above your companions. May you be set above. Amen. You, know, you, are, you see, even in health, in health, among your year group because every year group and how, how they measure their health may you be above your companions may you be above you know when it comes to peace joy happiness may you be above in power may you be above because it's a god have set you above your companions by what the anointing so the anointing set us above it promote us that why the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He anointed my head with oil. Why we celebrate about that one and mention that? Because he knows, and he said, because he has anointed my head with oil. What happened? My cup over. As we anoint you at first, may your cup run over. May your cup run over. You see, all these things is God who has designed it for us for you if we don't do it then we are lost but as for god he has made what the promotion he, sorry he has made provided for that amen praise the lord jesus you see when you read isaiah or psalm 23 i just mentioned psalm 23 so we will not read it amen when we read psalm 20 verse 6 say god saves his what anointed he saves his anointed meaning because of the anointing god saves you yes oh yes yes he saves you when you read the bible when Saul died david was crying and one of the things david says says Saul, Saul, even though anointed died as if he wasn't anointed yes because there's a way that an anointed person shouldn't die oh yes so so in other way he died a foolish death but we understand because the anointing left him 
but he wasn't supposed to die like that because of the anointing amen did you psalm 20 did you put psalm 20 20 some chapter 20 verse 6 amen 20 verse 6 amen so he said for i know the lord saves his anointed you see he saves his anointed not like he saves everyone it doesn't mean he doesn't save everyone but it's strange that because of the anointing god saves his anointing he answers his anointed him from his holy what heaven so by the anointing may god answer you may, may god answer you you see by the anointing may fresh oil be poured upon you you know you are the light of the world yeah jesus said you are the light of the world and the light he used the particular light he used he used the lamp which need oil oil they didn't use kerosene they used oil to burn to burn it and you see say he said he said and jesus said you are the light of the world but he said let your light shine brighter it means your light can shine dimmer it means you can be a light but you have darkness all over you and one of the way yeah one of the way that the light shine brighter is you must have enough oil if your oil to go your light will dim when your life is dim you'll be plunged into darkness that is why the parable of the ten virgins the five the bible said they were foolish because they didn't have enough oil in their lamp they didn't make way for enough oil because the oil must be flowing when we do the anointing oil you will see the tree that was shown to Zac in uh, in uh, zachariah the tree was producing oil amen so one of the things anointing you with oil is to fill you with oil is to help you have more oil oil means because you can grow rusty oh yes you can grow rusty you can grow rusty but to give you more oil more anointing more oil means more anointing more zeal for the lord more power for the lord note this is among other things among other things look at isaiah chapter 32 verse 15 yes chapter 32 verse 15 it makes us understand that when the holy spirit come upon you it makes you fruitful and we know one of the way that the holy spirit come upon us is by the anointing oil when we are anointed with oil so as you are anointed with oil by the reason of the oil in 2023 may you become fruitful much fruitful than you've been in areas of your life that you've not been fruitful may you begin to be fruitful there it says what till the spirit is poured upon us not all this word upon us not in us upon us from on high and the desert become a fertile field and the fertile field seems like a field. so i say until it is poured the desert line will become desert desert means unfruitfulness fertile means fruitfulness and fruitfulness means much more fruit so may it be so on 20 in the 31st night as a poor oil on you may the spirit be poor upon you holy spirit pour upon them pour upon them and may their fertile grounds become fair uh, may, may their desert grounds become fertile and may their fertile grounds become like pro, uh, forest in the name of jesus 
Bible clearly says the disciples went out and anointed many with oil. James said, is anyone among of you sick? Then let him call the elders to pray and anoint him with oil. Except the oil you are using is not holy anointing oil. But if it is, if it is, and you know what you are doing, because you have to pour it, you have to suck it, you have to place a demand on it, the Spirit is coming upon you. Look at Isaiah 61 verse 1. Isaiah 61 verse 1. Amen. Amen. This is the scripture Jesus quoted. Amen. This was one of his first preaching. His first preaching was this. He, he preached Isaiah 61. Jesus quoted what we call the Old Testament than any other thing. So when people say we don't need the Old Testament, they are sick. Jesus, they are sick, yes, because before the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, what did the apostles preach? When Peter, James, John were preaching, we didn't have Matthew, we didn't have Luke, we didn't have Acts. What we call the New Testament did not exist. So what were they using to preach? Yes, what were they using to preach? They preached what we call the Old Testament. In fact, if you like, go and take, go and take the Acts. Acts. And take Matthew and cut, cut out, if only you see all the Old Testaments in it. You see that you'll be left with almost empty thing. Especially Acts. Amen. Jesus preached. This, remember Jesus said that the Spirit of the Lord is what? on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news. This was his first preaching. His first message was this. It's different from the miracle. His first message was this. And from there he began to work miracles. So he said because he has anointed him to preach good news to the poor. Amen. So all this thing, the ability to preach good news, to bind the broken heart, to proclaim freedom to the captives and to release from darkness, from, uh, to release prisoners, all was because of the anointing. Do you get it? Don't change it. Do you get it? All was because of what? Anointing. All was because of the anointing. The Spirit of the Lord has anointed me for what? To what? To proclaim good news. So as he was doing all those things, because he has been anointed for that. And the anointing oil. So as we anoint you, may you be anointed for your 2023. May you be anointed for the master's use in 2023. May the anointing come upon you. Oh, as James said this, 31st, if you're anointed, may you be healed of every sickness in your body, in your spirit, in your soul, by the anointing oil. As I said, all this is for us to know. Amen. So that we place a demand. So as you are coming in, pray God, as pastor anoint me, tell God what he should stand on the anointing to do for you. What he should stand on the anointing to do for you. There's nothing that the anointing can do. The reason being the anointing bring the spirit of God upon you. And when the spirit of God come upon you, there's nothing he cannot do. So you can place that demand. You can place that demand. There's nothing he cannot do. There's nothing he cannot do. Is anything too hard for me? Behold, I am the Lord, the God of thy flesh. 
Is there anything? Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything, anything, anything too hard for him? Is there anything? Is there anything too hard for him? As your anointing, may the spirit of God come upon you. Among other things, may by reason of the anointing, may impossible things become possible. May hard things be made easier. May that which will have eluded you will never happen. May you receive it in the name of Jesus. Last few scriptures. One scripture or two scriptures, then we go. You see, what you will need the anointing for will be different from what someone would need the anointing for. Yes. But it, it doesn't matter. Amen. It's, it's, it's you're dealing with what? God. Amen. Look at Psalm 22, verse 51. 22, verse 51. Amen. It makes us even understand then that the anointing of God brings what? The mercy of God. Anointing brings mercy. Please read it for Anne. Mm-hmm. So, 2 Samuel 22 51. Yes. Did I say Psalm? Oh, then Psalm 18 verse 15. It's true. It, 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 it's there. It's in both scriptures. Sorry? Any? <laughs> Verse 15. Mm. Some 18, verse 15. Mm. Yes. Oh, sorry. I see you people, because you open your Bible, it's like I was waiting for you. Amen. So, some 8, verse 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. Yes, he gives his king great victory. He shows unfailing kindness to his anointed. Unfailing kindness to what? His anointed. David really understood the anointing. So, yeah, his unfailing, unfailing, unfailing kindness is mercy to his anointed. To his anointed. To his anointed. Meaning, the, 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 the purpose or the key is the anointing. Do, do you get it? Not to his people, even though he showed kindness to his people. Not to the world, even though he showed kindness. But he showed unfailing kindness to his anointed. Wow. And he said to David, and his descendant forever. In other words, David was saying, I am the anointed of God. How was he anointed? Oil was poured on him. Take up your horn and pour oil and go anoint one for me as a king. When the first child came, he said, not this one. Second, not this one. Third, not He said, this one. Arise and anoint him. And the moment he was anointed with oil, the Holy Spirit came upon him. So then he became anointed. And he said, God shows unfailing kindness. So the anointing is very important. Many Christians are far from the anointing. Because you see, the anointing is the Holy Spirit coming upon you. And you see, the Holy Spirit don't struggle with man. He doesn't. The flesh and the spirit, the Bible says, they are at war. They, 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 are, they are at war. But 2023, by the anointing, 
may scores be settled in your favor may battles you are battling with may it cease may you become victorious may power be full in your mouth may your words be obeyed by your children in the name of jesus the the, the anointing is powerful and one of the ways god has done is that by the anointing with what oil the spirit of god will come upon you and when it comes it will serve its purpose last scripture amen last scripture let's read let's read which one should we read let's read psalms again then <laughs> let's read psalms again psalm 18 verse 15 amen psalm 18 verse what 15 oh we've read psalm 18 verse 15 okay psalm 28 verse 8 psalm 28 verse 8 amen so this is just to give us understanding to prepare you for 31st amen that it's not just rituals no 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 so you tell god amen what he should do amen he said the lord is the strength of his people a fortress of salvation for his anointed one fortress means protection fortress protection of for his anointed one so by this anointing in 2020 for 2023 at that first when you are anointed May the anointing bring you protection. Amen. There's a scripture. I want us to read it. It said, The anointing drive away the flies. Hallelujah. Yes. Wow. Hey. The flies down for demon. Wow. You know that perfume, the moment flies go into perfume, is pause. Yes. Mm. I think there's a scripture like that. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Amen. So place a demand on it. I'm trying to find a scripture. Amen. Place a demand on what? On it. Tell God. Amen. Tell God. Yeah. Demand, demand simply means knowing what the anointing does when you are coming you tell god that as you are coming and they anoint you this is i always use some i always use the word some of the things among other things because maybe there's something that needs to be done you you don't know but god knows so i don't want it to be like i'm asking god not to do so i say among other things or do this as well because always what he has to be done must be done Amen. So I always say that. Amen. Prayer is very real. Amen. That may, may he do this for you. Amen. Is it healing? Whatever. Amen. He can wash it away. He can touch that part of your life. He can anoint you. The Holy Spirit can come upon you. Is it ministry? Is it impartation? Whatever. Tell him today, today. What change do you want to see? In which direction? Tell him that as you anoint, may you change into that a better, a different one. And he will do it. May he guide your steps and everything. Amen. So church, today, all I've done here is just to showcase us, to give us understanding. Because we are in a time that people are talking too much. But we are in in time that we must go to the Bible. But as Jesus said, you see, Jesus clearly said it. He said, you know them by their fruits. So it's not difficult. 
And Bible said God attested to Jesus by signs and wonders. Bible said God attested to the disciple God was with them and with many works and miracle he backed the word they preach. So the work, the testimony will always back the work. Yeah, it will always back it. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. May we please arise and just begin to pray regarding these two things. Amen. Among other things that you are praying, you are telling God uh, that he should make this feet washing uh, and anointing service successful. Uh, he should make it successful. Uh, pray. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. Pray. I don't know what this word means to you, uh, but whatever it means to you, begin to pray about it uh, for yourself. Uh, and as you pray about it for yourself, uh, pray also for the church. Uh, pray also for the 31st, uh, the feet washing uh, and anointing service. Uh, we believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com God bless you.